Hey everyone, welcome to the Trading Success Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Allen, and we're here with Chris Shea from All With Sunday Electrical. Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, hey guys. Thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, of course. Really excited to have Chris on because Chris has actually become one of our academy coaches in our Peak Performers program. He's there to support all of you peak performers when and uh, whatever you need. So today is a bit of a discovery session just so you can understand how Chris can help you at the academy. So Chris, tell us a little bit about you and your company and where you've come from and why you started business. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, look, um, well, I'm, I'm 38. I've, uh, I started my apprenticeship when I was 17, so electrical's pretty much all I've ever done. Um, I started off in Melbourne down there with a big company, Otis Elevators. So I was a lift and escalator mechanic for, for 12 years, uh, working on all sorts of stuff there. And then, um, yeah, found myself in the Sundays, liked the area, stayed here. Um, it's probably maybe in the area here five years when decided to, to branch out go on the uh, sole trader path, contractor's yep. license, do all that. You know, everyone thinks, you know, I can do it better myself. Uh, I want to work for myself. I want those days off. I want to be the one making the decisions. So, yeah, went down that path, mate. And, um, yeah, sort of have a look back. It's uh, something that's worked really well for me. Um, I was fortunate enough to really cut my teeth in the area, um, building a big friendship group. Um, it, it's, it's a small town where we are in the Sundays, so everyone knows one another by, you know, one or two hands attached. Um, so yeah, like it, it's quick to grow a business when people see that yeah, you're having a crack, you're turning up on time. So that worked out really well for me. Um, at that stage, I was a sole trader, uh, started working alongside my now business, part, business partner, Brent Gale. Uh, we were helping each other out. We're both sole traders, both knew each other through the local footy club. Um, and early 2017, uh, we got hit with Cyclone Debbie in the area. Yep. Where pretty much everything became a building site. So wow. to then to then work on construction building sites that were all under insurance, uh, mm -hmm. we had to be a proprietary limited company with twenty million liability. So yep. we um, sort of threw our hats in the ring together, started all with Sunday Electrical, and yeah, really haven't looked back. It just took off from there, and we probably spent the first three years chasing our tails, keeping up with the influx of work. That just seemed never ending. I could tell each other next week it'll slow down and we'll take a day off. It's just we're still waiting to take a day off. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the um, yeah we thought we we're doing really well. Uh, look, we had guys working for us. We had lots of contracts. Every you know people would uh, give us great uh, great feedback on what we're doing. So we thought we we're doing the right thing. But it wasn't until you know two years in. You know, we'd look at the books at the end of financial year and be like, geez, we really busted our ass for not much return. Like, you know, we've got our cars, we've got, you know, our, our weekly pay, which was good pay, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, we um, yeah, looked into it and and uh, Brent uh, found the academy. And, yeah, since we joined that, it's just made things so much easier. We understand it better. Uh, we can steer it better. Like we say in the academy, you're, you're not being as reactive you're actually planning work rather than letting work happen to you. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's changed. It's changed our business model. It's changed the way we think. It's pretty much changed the way we get out of bed. Um, yeah, and yeah, we've grown now. We've got uh, twelve employees and uh, myself and Brent, and yeah, still looking to grow. So there's plenty plenty on the cards. Super exciting, man. So I got I got a couple of questions. I love to backtrack. So going from sole trader into a partnership. So we hear a lot of people saying, and we in the Academy see you guys working so well together. You've got a great dynamic and you're able to make it work. 
what was that like going from, you know, you could make all of the decisions by yourself to going into a partnership? Um, I think we we're both at that stage where we needed someone else to lean on. Um, Brent and I both bring different things to the table. Um, it was just almost felt like a natural progression of where we were. Like we went from, you know, soul trade and helping each other out a few hours a week to buy the, at the end of it, where we ended up going into a partnership, um, we're probably doing three days a week together anyway, where we could individually quote a bigger job. I know Brent would bust his ass. I would do the same. And mm. we could, you know, quote, you know, 16 hours, get it done in 10 between the two of us. And both of us are still, you know, would bill one one another each equal hourly rate. So we weren't like making money off each other. We're just working alongside one another. Yep. Um, yep. And, you know, his customers became mine, mine became his. It became very, ah, oh, you know, I, I can't make it today, but I can get Brent to come there. And people just became used to, you know, Chris and Brent, Chris and Brent. And then, you know, then, oh. you know, once we went into a partnership, yeah, it became, became really easy. And looking back, I don't know how people do it by themselves because, you know, like it's at the moment, you know, Brent's away. Um, so he can just go, right, I've, you know, done the, done my uh, pre-calendar checks. Everything's good. I've left it in yeah. good stead. Chris, I'm leaving with you. I'm out of here. It's just he yeah. can he can go and, and not have that any stress at all, knowing that um, things are going to keep running smoothly. Well, as smooth as I can make them run anyway. Yeah. Well, it's not easy when you do it yourself. You've got to you've got to build to a certain stage and put in operation management, uh, you know, and systems and processes and and then you can have some time off. <laughs> but up until yeah. then, you are working your guts out. Um Yeah, that's right. And yeah, yeah Brent and I both bring different aspects to it. Um, like, you know, obviously two different personalities, but one like-minded attitude. I think that was what, where we both got really lucky is neither of us dragged the chain, I suppose. We're both, I look over and I see Brent working really hard and I'm like, oh, should I be working harder? And then, you know, all of a sudden at seven o'clock at night, we're both like, oh, maybe we should go home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so, cool. yeah no, we push each other along really well. So it's uh, it's worked really well for us. Yeah, that's great. And what do you think the secret is for you uh, to become a good partnership? You know, like you've obviously, you've worked through whatever you had to, to make that work. What do you think the fundamental elements are for someone who might be looking to go into a partnership or is in a partnership? What do you think is really necessary for someone in that position to do well? Uh, I think, first of all, just finding that person to make sure that you get along with that person is the main thing for me. Like yeah. Brent and I are very like-minded. Um, not so much that we will have the same view on everything, but we have the same idea about uh, money moving forward, you know, those sort of things. Like it's, he's never going to come to me and go, oh, I want to buy this. I'm going to say, no. Yeah. If you've come to me because you say you want to buy something or expand the company in a certain area, you've thought about it. I know you've thought about it because you're a smart guy. So yeah, let's do it. So yeah. it's always, we're always sort of backing each other up more than trying to, limit it, limit one another um yeah. i think that's what's been the main thing for us is that we can support each other and yeah like to to find to try and find a, a business partner off the street might be a little bit more difficult um there'd definitely be a vetting process there i guess yeah. um but for us yeah we, we worked together we knew each other beforehand we'd um 
yeah, just in the basic building blocks of when we started creating the company and rolling into proprietary limited from sole traders, obviously we had to start setting things up and bank accounts and trusts, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. there was a lot of things we didn't know that all of a sudden was right in front of us. And it's like, oh, what do you want to do here, A, B or C? We sort of look at each other and go, uh, hey, I guess, yeah, that suits me, suits you, yeah. Yep. So we went like, so it was, it was the things that we didn't understand were put in concrete at the start um, and, you know, all the money and all that aside, like we've got that worked out and it works really well. So it's split down the middle, et cetera. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those sort of things that we don't really worry about, we know we're yeah on, on track with one another and it's, it works. Yeah. Awesome. And so with the, cause I know you guys have different divisions, like you've got the Island and you've got the mainland. So you're able to separate that. It's very clear who's responsible for the, what. And we always talk about it in the academy as well. You've got to have clear, very clear outlines of like who's responsible for what so you're not stepping on each other's toes. Do you feel like you've done that really well with Brent? Yeah, yeah. And I think, again, it, we're lucky that we can draw that line in the sand, which is a big yeah. body of water. So we're like, I'm doing the mainland. Yeah, you're doing the island. Uh, uh, we've got guys that live permanently on the island. So I know all the jobs that are coming through the books from them are island island based jobs so we can uh, act accordingly for those um as far as delegating at the moment with brent being away we've got our charge hand over on the island if he's getting dramas he knows he can call me um mm. we've got it pretty well set up so he knows exactly what to do where to go the yep. office staff can can manage most of it anyway so yeah it's um it is yeah very well laid out awesome cool man and so you said when you came into the academy, things started really moving. What do you think were the biggest things that you took on? And well, whoa, like we didn't realize that had such a big impact on the business. What were some of those big like aha moments, those big processes, those big things that really changed the direction of where your business was going, do you think? I can think of three straight away. Uh, the two main ones um, was Asana like employing yeah. Asana and making that work and just to be able yeah. to clear your headspace and then have everything in front of you was just, yeah, it was just that, how were we doing this beforehand sort of thing. Um, and tracking billable hours, mm -hmm. that was where we sort of looked at it and went, oh, you know, like maybe prior to joining the academy, we could look back and see some previous employee employees that we had that weren't up to scratch. Mm -hmm. And we're like, you know, like I said, we're getting by, we'll, filling everybody's hours but at the end of it you know every couple of dollars they'd make us they'd spend on us on the next job sort of thing so being able to track the hours and then also being able to um communicate that to the guys learning how to communicate across to say hey guys this is a four-hour job we need you to do it in four hours and if anything changes you need to let us know um yeah that was another big one um and then the third one was once we switched over to simpro that just became yeah it just was the icing on the cake really yeah. So it's like creating uh, awareness around your personal tasks and how to delegate those between team members was number one. Number two was getting really clear on the metrics. So understanding your productivity, understanding how billable hours plays a part into the profitability of the business, which is like everything really, isn't it? Like you're always going to put a markup on materials. It's hard to lose the materials, but where we lose is efficiency on labor. So understanding that's massive. And then getting a good job management system in place where you've got that visibility and you can pull that data and, and see that information. So that's really cool, man. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's made our life so much easier to be able to walk in and every morning you know exactly what you're doing, the tasks you've got set out in front of you and 
basically a time frame to do them in. Yeah. yeah. And our staff, like we're um, we, we're blessed. We've got a really good team. Um, so the guys know that if anything's different, if anything changes, if they discover anything, they can come straight to us and go, oh, hey, um, these pre-builds are the way we're building this job is wrong. Um, we could change this yeah. X, Y, and Z and make things yeah. better. Like our team's really, really ran with it. They're encouraged to to make things easier for themselves. Like if you can find a way to make something easier for yourself, tell us and we'll find a way of making it happen because, you know, the easier things are, the more efficient you are. Um, so everyone, yeah, really gets on board and tries to find ways of making things better. Yeah, I think what what you're saying there as well is it creating that environment where staff and team members can actually challenge the processes, you know, challenge what's actually there. We, al- we often see so many people and employees just being like, well, that's what they told me to do. That's what I'm going to do, even though it makes no sense at all. Like I'm a victim of that. I know I've had that in the past with response where you say, they said, that's the process. That's what you told us to do. I was like, but I've gone out for the first time in like three years. I'm like, this is stupid. Who who came up with this stupid process? That was actually me. I'm like, (laughs) but no one challenged it. And so we've got to create that environment. When we really started to be like, Hey guys, we want to teach you everything. We want to involve you in the company. We want to show you how to run a business so that you understand it, so that you understand billable hours and the costings and all of that. So you can then have the knowledge to challenge our processes and make it better collaboratively. Yeah, that's where we've tried to get to. We want the guys to be able to speak up and know they're going to be heard. Um, look, we try and really push our, our culture um, and our team building. Um, and I think it works really well for us. Like, no one's dragging their feet. All the guys like coming to work. They're all here half an hour early. Mm. Um, yeah, I think we've got culture. it. Yeah. So what sort of results did you get from <laughs> things like that? I know that's only three top things that came to mind, but what sort of results did you have over what time frame as a result of coming into the academy? Uh, I believe we've been in the academy just over 18 months. Um, could be a little bit longer. And yeah, we've gone from, I think at the time we started, it was back to a period where it was just Brent and I, two apprentices and one other tradie. We've now got five tradies, three apprentices, a labourer, two office staff, another one starting part-time and we're sort of chasing two more people. Um, and <laughs> with with that grows, you know, the bank account, bank account grows too. So, you know, we've gone from pretty much having not a great deal of business profit to the point that we're now paying tax. So, you know, if you're <laughs> paying tax, thing. you're sort of yeah. winning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm back yeah. paying last year's and now paying forward next year's tax. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's, uh, it's good. Like previously, we could always, any sort of profit we'd made, it was minimal. So we could write it off to tools, new vehicles, superannuation, whereas now we can't hide it. Like we're making enough money that we're actually taking a dividend. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Cool, man. Congratulations to you. That's so, yeah. so good. Yeah, it is. No, so, I wouldn't have been able to, we wouldn't have done it without the Academy's help. So it's one of those things that, you know, thank you, mate. Like it's, nah, it's really has helped us a lot. Yeah. And then exciting at the start of this year, we actually, uh, we invited a couple of people to come on as become through our mentorship program. And Chris was one of those people and he's become one of the Academy coaches. It was an intensive six month program to really develop the skills of becoming a coach and a mentor and, and leading from experience. And Chris has been, uh, you know, helping a lot of people now. So I'd love to jump in, shift gears and talk about 
how you are helping people and what sort of uh, what sort of an experience that is for you shifting from you know running a business to actually supporting people in running their businesses. Uh, that first step was was a big step uh, to get across there to to build the confidence. And say, oh, can I really help these people? And then you know, once we started doing the training, it was like I know a lot more than I thought I knew. Yeah. And at the moment, you know, we go into our coaches' calls. We'll um, we'll speak to some of the guys, and it yeah, some of the questions I'm getting asked now. I'm like, I I did learn these things in the academy, and they're tried and tested, and I can help you with that. Um, you want to throw a problem at me? Nine times out of ten, I'll have already seen that issue, and we can work through it together. Um, yeah. yeah, it is. It, it's really good. It's um, quite fulfilling. Yeah, man, that's the beauty of having business coaches that are actual bit, tradie business owners. You know what I mean? Versus having a business coach who doesn't have any trade experience. Like, there's a, a world apart when you've got someone who just like intrinsically understands your situation. So you'll say like. Oh, I'm having this problem. What do you reckon? It's like, oh man, I've gone through the exact same situation, uh, very similar. And I've, I went through it like this, this is what I've done. These are the processes we did. I've heard other people do like this. And that's what's so good collaboratively for us to be able to share that knowledge on the academy as well. So um, what sort of like super uh, superpowers do you have in the academy? What are people coming to you for? So just so you guys know that are listening that might not be aware, in our peak performance program now, people can just book uh, a call with a coach. So it might be this afternoon. You can jump on the link. You can actually book a call this afternoon if you need help, you need support, and there's availability there with the ten plus business coach, like tradie business coaches, uh, tradie business owner coaches, I should say. Uh, those people, if they've got availability, you can be in this afternoon. You could be on a call tomorrow, getting support around your needs, and that's what we wanted to maintain that momentum, that support for you. Um, and so each of the coaches has a superpower uh, or several superpowers. And it's just the things that they feel they can really bring ultra value to the members in, in that particular area. So what are those things for you, Chris? Like, what do you think that you really do well in your business? Um, I think one of the main things is, is uh, streamlining our job paperwork. Um, we've done that really well through scripts, uh, the way we've trained the guys to, to do it on site. Um, we've now got the guys doing it also in the computers they can log in on the computers here and they can tidy things up and add their yeah. photos that sort of stuff um <clears throat> so training through that was was a um a big one that i wanted to learn myself to be able to make sure that i'm teaching the guys the right way uh yeah. another one that i worked really hard on is i found i used to get really wound up about little little things that customers complaining about stuff that you know, we've already explained and stuff like that. So to me, I really worked on my conflict resolution skills. So I think I can really now put that into perspective and help other people work through that. Um, and yeah, building our culture is another one that we've done that um, I think's really worked well for us. So we've got a, got some set standards and some ground rules. You know, the guys came up with these themselves and everyone works together to keep it keep it where it is, keep it above the above par. Yeah, cool. So scripting's really really interesting one because it's it's like automation where an automation is a computer generated script will run something um, but scripting in terms of having scripts available for staff or team members to just insert words in the right format um, it's all it's sort of like automation isn't it where you, yeah. you have that ability and to just chuck the words in how you want it as increased accuracy uh, less mistakes what else do you think scripts do for your team 
Uh, I think the big one that all the guys worked around was just adding in the prompts to put in how long a job took them and what parts they used that didn't come across on a purchase order. So they would go, oh, yeah, I used you know, three or four things out of the van. I'll write those in there. So then when the office staff pull up these jobs to be able to get them ready for invoicing, they can go, oh, yep, there's some things that weren't in the pre-builds, bang, 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 and it just automates all the way through. So the guys pull up the script, they're entering it in, office staff are then entering it again, and then Brent and I are sending off the invoices. Yeah, so it just makes it really clean. The system's in place. You've got the process. goes from tradie to admin to you to finalise and send. Um, it just makes sure that everything's... That's right. It, it takes out that two or three phone calls from when the office staff ring and go, oh, hey, you forgot this photo. I don't know what you're talking about here. Um, to then, you know, them putting in their little bit of notes. And then by the time it gets to us, then I'm ringing the office staff and they're saying, oh, I'm not sure you're better in the tech. And then yeah. you know, there's <laughs> three phone calls that didn't need, didn't need to happen because someone yeah. wrote two sentences. Yeah. 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 Just that sort of thing. And you'd be surprised me, you know, when it comes to end of month, you know, and you're trying to, uh, trying to sort it all out. <laughs> oh man and across you know five tradies plus the apprentices there's a lot of like little things that you got to make phone calls for throughout the day and you call them they don't answer they call you back you're on the phone like it's just a, there's so much inefficiency in that isn't there yeah that's right and that's what we've tried to work really hard to to iron out and we've you know uh, basically shine a light on it to the guys as well to say look this is where we're falling down how do you think you can help um, where do you think we should employ something to make this better? And the guys are always coming up with ideas. So as long as they're thinking about what's in front of them, then, you know, things are getting better. Yeah. I think that's the big part of your culture piece as well. Your big part of your culture piece is that you actually invite your team to be a part of the discovery, the innovation, the, the problem solving. Can you tell us a little bit about how you facilitate those, um, those meetings to, to get them coming up with ideas? Uh, we've, we've got to a point now that we'll do a uh, toolbox meeting every Tuesday and there's just a, a standard script that Red and I will go through to talk to the guys about anything that's come up, um, you know, touch on some things that we spoke about in the previous meeting. If we had a problem, how's people work through that? You know, what ideas we've got? How are the new implemented items that we've tried to implement going for them? Stuff like that. And everyone's, you know, brutally honest, which is good. So, no, it... it Every week we catch up with the guys and make sure that everyone's on the same page. Yeah. Uh, that br brutally honest or full vulnerability is like such a critical part of people feeling comfortable to be able to speak up and speak about what they actually feel. You know, I think that's what a lot of companies are lacking is that space, that safe space, knowing that they're not going to get criticized, that it is actually a good thing to speak up, not to just to be quiet and hide and stand behind the, you know, the computer or whatever, like it's a good thing yeah. to speak up and actually say something. And yeah, we'll ask the guys direct questions too. So, you know, insert name, how did you find X issue or X implementation? And they'll yeah. have to give us an answer and then, you know, the other guys will comment on it. And then, so no one's, no one's safe to stand behind the curtain, really. Everyone's got to put in their two, their two bits. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's so good. I'd love to hear some stories of um, how you've actually worked with some of the peak performers and, and actually helped them develop certain things. Like, have you got any stories? I don't have to say names, but if you can give it like a before um, and after. Yeah, yeah, awesome. there's definitely been um, been plenty of issues where I've helped people build, build out scripts that are specifically for particular jobs or their particular techs um, that have gone from the same sort of thing. Like it's, you know, alphabet soup at the end of the month 
to you know ready to click send. Um, there's been those issues uh, that we've overcome, and there's obviously been a couple of staffing issues too, where um, the people in the peaks probably weren't as open to their staff as they needed to be, and they found that you know there was standoff issue or a culture, a subculture getting built behind you know behind their back, and how to address that, how to get basically confront it front on and get everyone under the one umbrella rather than you know the us versus them mentality yeah um yeah so there's been a few a few people that have you know come back and going oh thanks mate like i didn't realize how such a simple process could change such a, a massive uh, dynamic that we had yeah what was the what was the process in that because usually in those situations you've got a ringleader and the ringleaders yeah. just like creating a separate messenger group or something and they're like fuck the admin fuck the management yeah. <laughs> like like, what, like what's the thing yeah. that you what you uh talk to them what is that process what is something that say if someone's going through that and they're listening in right now and they're like well fuck i think that's happening with me at the moment like what yeah. could i do about that it just acknowledging that that's happening is is a big thing like a lot of people like to go oh no that's not happening my company my guys are good no it wouldn't be me mm. acknowledging that it's happening and then pinpointing it and then having an adult conversation about it, basically getting that ring layer and saying, come in here, we need to have a talk. This is what I think is happening. Yeah. Can you confirm or deny? How do you want to move forward? Always yeah. put the ball in their court. They're, your employees are the lifeblood of your business. You need to make them happy. You need to keep them coming to work. You want to hear their grievances and try and rectify it. Um, so, yeah, basically, like you could go through and you could script you know, 10 or 15 minute conversation that you want to have with these people and, and just make sure you outline everything, but you need to do it in an adult, calm, a business sort of tone to it to say, you know, yeah, we, we understand there's an issue. We need to fix this. Mm -hmm. How do you want to fix this? And yeah. if it is an adult conversation by the end of it, it'll be a clear outline of what's wrong, how we're going to fix it together, or there's the alternative where that person doesn't want to and you know that that person is probably not right for your business. Yeah. So it yeah, is the, um, the really, yeah, flip side. Love it. Oh, I love, I love that you put it over to them and it's, it's pretty much just responding to everything they're saying with more questions. It's digging in, isn't it? It's just that dig in, dig in, dig yeah. in. What do you want to do about it? How do you think that's going to change? How can we be better for that? You know, all of those sort of questions are really important. Yeah. Yeah. Having, um, having people there open, open to criticism as well. So, you know, I think the Academy gave us a lot of confidence to follow the paths of the things we're thinking. You know, should I do that? Shouldn't I? And then you speak up about it and people are like, yeah, I've had to do this before. This is what I found. It's like, ah, oh, you know, if these guys are doing it, I can do it too. Like it's not that big a deal. You just need to confront it head on and yeah, move past it. Yeah. How, what do you what do you say to those people that because we love to help people i know i just know the impact we have on people's lives i know that when they get into an incubator and they come into our peak performance program we deliver a lot of value we're constant like for us at the academy the members are like our shareholders and we do everything we can to maximize returns right so if you're investing x amount of dollars uh we want to maximize your return by the processes the systems the learning opportunities the motivation, the energy, everything, we want to make sure we're maximizing that. Uh, how, what, like if we're just speaking to people that are listening to the podcast, thinking about coming into the academy, what would you say to those guys and gals? I'd say if you're thinking about it already, then there's definitely going to be some value in here for you. Um, at least try it because you'll find that 
so many little nuggets of gold that you didn't even know you were looking for. And it is, that's what we found. There was always something every week. There was just that aha moment. And why wasn't I doing this before? It's like having the fog lifted. You know where A is, you know where Z is. You don't know how to get there. And in the academy, it's like, you know, here's the rest of the alphabet. Yes, and here's everyone right. to help you. Here's everyone to help you fill it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's been really good. One of my favorite analogies is, you know, as tradespeople, we're really good at our trade and we know we are. And that's sort of why we go in business. We're like, I'm bloody good. I'm hell good at my trade. I'm out there. I'm crushing it. Look at me. I'm really good at what I do. I'm going to start my own business. And it's like you've been running your whole life and you're really good at running. But all of a sudden <laughs> you start a business and now you've got to learn how to swim, you know, and yeah, running right. more doesn't make you a better swimmer. You know, you've got to, <laughs> you've actually got to take the time to learn how to swim for one. And then you've got to practice swimming. You know, you've got to practice business. And we see a lot of time when people start the business and even when they've got 10, 20 staff, like 20 tradies, like it doesn't even matter. We fall back into the trade of going into the path of least resistance of what we used to. And that might be you're falling back into being a tradie because you're so used to being a, a runner, you know, like, uh, you know, as a tradie. And so you fall back to what you're used to. And then we even see that happen when we move into management, you know, through growth of the company. So we'll move back into ops manager and things get hard and you fall back onto the tools, you know, and then you, as you progress again, you just fall back into what you're used to. So we've got to understand that every role we play, every role we evolve into as we grow our business is a different sport. And we've got to, we've actually got to take the time to learn and develop that sport by doing it and learning and surrounding ourselves with people, like-minded people that are learning as well. So That's man, right. having, having the right coach. Having the right coach and just people <laughs> and just people. And you can find a coach in, in the people. What I love about the Academy is we're just a group of people that are, have got a similar ambition to grow a successful business and create the lifestyle that we want. And um, I'm really proud of you, man. I've, I think that you've done a great job and really excited to see all of the people that you're going to help as a coach at the academy and um yeah, thanks mate yeah really no, thanks for well, the opportunity man. it's been it's been great so far and i know there's uh, plenty of good times to come yeah thanks so much all right mate thanks, Greg. thanks for joining us all the all best right, everyone see you, see you soon so if you're loving the podcast please share with your friends anyone that's thinking about starting a tradie business or got a large tradie business we help everyone from startup all the way up to million dollar plus months we'd love to help you too and lastly, it would mean a lot if you could leave a review on the player that you're listening to this on. It helps us get it out there and help more tradies in business perform better and create better lives for themselves. So let's get into this episode. Hope you enjoy it. Talk to you soon.